It's Fat Camp with Joe Batance and Laurie Roggenkamp. Today is, oh, I think episode 12 with special guest Shannon Geddens. Stephen Fry. Dame Judy Bench, not Dench, Bench. Uh, Paul Green, the billionaire. The box of fields that I'm staring at, the CBD oil that that uh, sponsored us for a run, and I used it one time and almost threw up. Uh, the girl uh, in uh, in a comedy uh, group that said that comedy is about uh, politics, uh, sharing your political views, and nothing else. Mary Elizabeth Bassor Antonio. Uh, the cockroach I found in my hallway. The guy who approached my friend Adam Vaught and asked if he wanted to put Kanye West on the ballot. Mickey Mouse. Jonathan Whitehead, my friend from like a long time ago who was the manager of the hotel across from Disneyland. Uh, Nicole Starr, the girl I went to high school with who keeps liking my posts for some reason but not responding to my comments. And Kamala Harris, all on today's episode of Fat Camp. Ah, uh, Lori, you know, it's a welcome. You know, first of all, let's, let's bring on our co-host, the one with the most from coast to coast, the goddess of glitz, glamour, and gore herself, Ms. Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. Thank you. And like Coast to Coast, I'd like to talk to you about how there's a demon baby living inside me, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm fat. So, Well, I was going to say, you know, this show, when we originally started it, uh, my original goal was that the show would help us to get out, move more, you know, be more mobile, and also, you know, lose weight and become more active members of society. I want everyone to know that I'm currently in a dark room, uh... With my Nintendo Switch, with different games I've been playing all day, and in a recliner doing the show. Well, I will say that was our, that's the third or fourth iteration of the show. The first iteration of the show was legit to talk about how we're fat and we're getting fatter. So, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, the first one we actually, I will say, the first one was the worst. The first was the worst. Because we literally yes. gained weight as we were doing the show. And at, and at some point, remember, if, they, if, you're, if I'm not mistaken, there was an episode of Fat Camp where all we did was just analyze the podcast uh, Not Quite a Cat Lady. Well, we also, we did things like we raided uh, fast food. We ate fast food. And <laughs> oh, that's we right. Went, cheat cheat week them. or cheat day or something like that. You know what? We should bring back cheat day. Now that we have Crowdcast, oh, I guess we could, but I'm, I, look, well, I have something to say. I have something to say, but... Um, All right, well, save it for the I Have Something to Say podcast. No, 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 what I was going to say... Well, let me just get into it now. So, I had one of my hypochondriac episodes today because, you know, I am suffering from back pain, which is funny, this is me, is I go online, I put in my symptoms, and 100% every article, every single time, every single Google search, you have sciatica. Right, which I've been diagnosed with in the past. It's textbook sciatica. I have sciatica, but I'm not going to be happy until I have cancer. Right? 
Yeah. So well, I, it's it's going to be a very specialized form of cancer. Yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be like lower back cancer yeah. or something. So, no, but I literally have textbook sciatica, okay? And, like, the only other option is maybe a herniated disc. Maybe. Right? So, of course, I finally, like, I go, you know what? Let me look up what the symptoms for colon cancer and uh, prostate cancer are. I have none of those symptoms. None, right? Yeah. But one of them, though, is rapid weight loss. Okay? Like, it's just, like, unexplained. You're not trying to lose weight, but you're just shedding the pounds. Okay? So to make myself feel better, even though we only were supposed to weigh ourselves once a month, I go, I'm going to weigh myself just to make sure I'm not, you know, no one has said, wow, Joe, you've lost a lot. Nope. No one said it, but I'm going to weigh myself. So I did weigh myself, and I have an update, or should I save it for the first of the month? No, I'll give it the update. I've lost, in the past two weeks, two pounds. Way to go. Yeah. Well, look, it comes from not eating out. I think I really do think fast food, for both of us, is the, the culprit. Also, not moving ever, uh, doing podcasts from a recliner. And, yeah, uh, playing games nonstop. Yeah, getting exhausted watching your character run around on a video game. Uh, um, I I can attest to that because the other day I was I have uh, Stadia, which is like Google Chrome's mm-hmm. game thing, mm-hmm. and I was playing a shooting game, and I had to jump a bunch, and I got up from my uh my chair, and I was I was like moaning, and my and was like, well, why are you moaning? And I go, because I just had to watch my. <laughs> My avatar jump a bunch, and it yeah. made me sore. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> I know it's so funny because, like, I, I, you know, not on Animal Crossing, but I'm playing this new game called Hollow Knight, and that guy uh-huh. just runs around everywhere, and I'm like, God, I'm just like, God, geez, I'm just so tired. And what's funny is in my character, if you rest on a bench, your health gets restored, and I'm like, but I just have him sit for, like, literally half a second, and I'm like, I'm all, I would be sitting there for the whole game. The whole game would just be me sitting on the bench, letting the world crumble. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well, you know, if for the, all everyone on the fat camp level has access to this Joe Batan. So you heard me. They know that I've been having back pain. Now, a brief update on that is I will say I'm still uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But every day is a little better. What I will say is when I sit in the recliner, the pain for the most part vanishes. Okay. Um, with my feet elevated, my legs elevated, my head upright and whatnot in the recliner, it, it mostly vanishes. So I would say it goes from a, a it's, it's always been annoying when I've had it, but it goes from like a three or four to like a one. Okay. So I was saying this is actually the best case scenario for having an excuse for watching television and playing video games all day, ever. Because. Uh, you know, like when you have a cold or the flu, you feel like shit, mm-hmm. you know, in this version. I mean, I really am suffering from an affliction where I need to rest and also move around. But um, it's this thing where I don't have to feel guilty because I'm, I'm in legitimate discomfort. But I feel perfectly fine. Right. Like even right now doing the show from this recliner, I feel perfectly 100 percent fine. Uh, and so I can just watch video games and it being perfect. I feel fine. I can breathe. I'm not sick. I'm not in any pain. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, welcome to Fat Camp. Hi, Lloyd. So, uh, so let's focus on you. How was your week last week? Um, well, I just realized I left my food journal in the other room, but okay. uh, it was okay. I can vamp. Look, I can talk about my problems for days if you want to go get it. <clears throat> yeah, I'll go get it. Okay. Hold on one second. Yeah, so guys, uh, it, it is it is weird, like I was saying earlier with Lori, is I'm playing Animal Crossing. I, you know, I actually would say, if it weren't for this uh, having to sit in the recliner uh, for hours on end, uh, I just so you know, I am getting up, because from someone who suffered from back pain f- before, I know from my physical therapist and everything that just to sit in one place is very bad. So, but it's like I would say, thirty-five to forty minutes per hour. I'm sitting down, and then I get up and walk around and do something to get blood moving. And I am going to go swimming later, actually, not for health. Well, it is for health, but just to alleviate the pain. I know swimming's really good for sciatica. It's very hot today, so I'm going to go swimming when it's cooled down a little bit. It'll still be hot though. Anyway, if it weren't for that, I think I would. Because everyone knows, all I do is play Animal Crossing nonstop. But I've gotten to a point on Animal Crossing where there's nothing left for me to do. I even started to volunteer to take flowers to people so it has something to do. So, But if it weren't for the fact that I'm stuck here, I wouldn't have played games like Hollow Knight. I start, I picked up Cuphead again for the first time in a very long time. I probably will get back into Zelda. I have a bunch of games that I have on my list to play that I have not played yet. Lori, when you come back, I don't know if she's there, uh, just, say, just say you're here. But anyway, and, and by the way, if you guys are writing things in the Discord, bad news, I'm not seeing it. Oh, wait, if I had my iPad here, I could see it. Well, I'll know for next time. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so I can, I can well, I want to talk about my weight stuff and my food stuff when Lori's here. What I will say is I do know that we promised you a workout video. Uh, we, you know, we recorded Fat Camp last Monday. And I promised you a workout video, you know, with me and Lori to make up for the fact that we failed uh, the week before. Um, but, you know, be- on Tuesday, for reasons I won't get into, uh, my back mysteriously started. No, on Wednesday, actually. Wednesday morning, my back started hurting. And so, Lori, are you there yet? Yes. Uh, okay, so let me just finish this thought. Uh, I was telling them that we did not, we didn't fail to show the video because we were lazy. It it truly is like my back's getting better, but earlier in the week, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, oh, mama, it was bad, right? It really did genuinely hurt, yeah. and um, uh, so we couldn't do it. So we'll maybe we'll do once my back is better, we'll make up for it, and we will we will definitely show the video. Just I have to get my back better, and I don't want to hurt myself uh, with my back. All right, Laura, do you have your food journal? Yes. Now, by the way, Laura, I was telling him I don't have the discord in front of me has anyone asked a good question or said a good comment that you want to talk about right now uh no all right so let's go to your food journal let's talk about your food week last week before you get into your food journal all right Mm -hmm. how would you without looking at your food journal on a scale of a through f because you are a teacher great teacher what'd you say but I'm not a teacher. I'm you are. To be a you teacher. told me you were on the board of the school board. Well, yeah, that's just because I put my name on a school board. Oh, I just assumed you were a teacher. No. Yeah. 
Uh, you were, remember you were like, you ever heard of Betsy DeVos? And I was like, yeah. You're like, well, I'm Lori DeVos. And I was yeah, like, that's, that's a, my, that's my DJ name. That's a horrible I DJ j- at school cafeterias. <laughs> yeah. That's a horrible joke. Uh, all right. Anyway. Uh, okay. Lori, so on eighth ref scale, um, well, since you're not a teacher, let me explain it to you. An A means you're, I'd think, excellent. Top, uh-huh. top grade. Then you go B. That's a little less. C, average. C is average. D is below average. For some reason, they skip E, and they go to F for fail. So mm-hmm. uh, so that's the way the scale works. How would you grade? And by the way, some people, a lot of people, do a plus or a minus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a B plus is better than just a straight B. And an A minus is a little less than just a straight A. You can also get an A plus, which is above and beyond. But anyway, how would you grade your week last week, food-wise? Well, if I'm judging it based off of a regular healthy diet, yeah, I would say a C, a C, just okay. a right. Re- but if I'm basing it off of how now you I realize eat, after I explained it to you, C is average. Yes. Okay. And if I if I if I'm uh, rating it based off my normal food. Eating, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say probably an A minus yeah. or a B plus. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, I think I did pretty well. Okay, so why don't you tell us about it? Okay, so I've been also playing around with intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I've learned through my uh, um, uh, eating intermittent fasting is that I need to eat thirty minutes to an hour after I wake up. That's pretty much the only main, the only thing that I need to do throughout the day. Mm-hmm. If I eat thirty minutes to an hour after waking up, I um, I'm pretty fine, you know, for the rest of the day. So I find that if I don't eat, like if I wait or I push it, then it kind of throws off everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started Tuesday. So I'll just go through. Uh, I feel like. As the week went on, I was, I was, I got, sort of got worse and worse, but I feel mm-hmm. like I still did pretty well. Okay. Um, I started, I've started drinking caffeine. I don't know if I talked to you about that. You started uh, drinking caffeine? Yeah. I, I, well, I started drinking sodas a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, 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 I, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, go ahead. But then I wanted to quit sodas. So what I did is I just started doing Starbucks cold brew, okay. the unsweetened. So just yeah. black cold brew coffee. Okay, sounds awful. Um, so I have that in the morning. Okay. And then I usually have oatmeal with bananas and a, like a cup of lactate milk okay. and uh, for breakfast. And then in the afternoon, I'll have either a sandwich, like a peanut butter and banana sandwich or a turkey sandwich mm-hmm. with mayo. Mm-hmm. And I'll have some nectarine, two two or three nectarines. Okay. Um, and then for dinner, I'll usually have like tur- ground turkey with a vegetable, frozen vegetable medley. Oh. Or uh, and some sweet potatoes, but then I cover it in mustard because I just I have to have like mustard on it in order to eat it. Yeah. Um, and then I'll have like some snacks throughout the day. Like I had, um, let's see, uh. Wednesday, I had a lot of chocolate raisins. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I bought, I just, that's all I wrote. I just wrote too many chocolate raisins. Uh, Thursday, I went to Trader Joe's, and Trader Joe's has these dark chocolate peanut butter cups that I love, and mm-hmm. so I had those. Okay. And uh, yesterday, I had chips and guac. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had kennel corn throughout the week. So, mm-hmm. but overall, I haven't, 
until yesterday, which um, I went out. Uh, I had pizza with Star. I had five yeah. slices of pizza, but they were smaller slices. So I don't okay. know if that matters. And uh, and then I had uh, three chicken and cheese quesadillas with a, a lot of uh, chips and guacamole. In the same meal? I, no, I went oh, okay. to uh, I went to my mom's birthday was yesterday. Oh, okay. So I went uh-huh. to a Mex outdoor Mexican restaurant to mm-hmm. have. Uh, but yeah, but I made I made an anapasto salad um, with uh, artichokes, uh, black and green olives, celery. Mm-hmm salami eggs and mm-hmm. some italian dressing and i just i've been eating that for mm-hmm. lunch too yeah. um i uh, i brought some uh hard-boiled eggs so sometimes i'll have hard-boiled eggs as like mm-hmm. a snack yeah so i feel like overall it's just i feel like i just you know as time goes on i just need to work on portion control mm-hmm. but for the most part i'm happy with with uh i haven't eaten out at all i mean i've gone to uh i went to this to, to Carl Jr. yesterday for my aunt, and I mm-hmm. was like worried I was going to get tempted, and I didn't even feel tempted. So. Well, I will say with Carl Jr., and I don't know if you're willing to do this, with Carl Jr., they do have – how do I put it? Because I wouldn't say it's necessarily the healthiest thing ever, but mm-hmm. they have choices that you could make where you would feel less guilty. Does that make sense? So yeah. they have like a Santa Fe chicken sandwich, which is really tasty. It's still probably like 600 calories, but it's not – you know, the double Western bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. You know? And uh, it sounds like you made some pretty good choices. I don't know how I feel. I mean, look, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying as an outsider about the snacking. But that's also because I am willing to admit they might be healthy choices. I am not really a snacker. I don't really snack. Okay? It's unusual. Yeah. It's not unheard of, but it's unusual for me to snack. I pretty much just eat at mealtimes. Okay. Well, we were talking about this, and actually, I feel like my snacking has gone down a lot. Oh, really? Usually, I'm I'm a grazer throughout the entire day. Like uh-huh. I don't, I don't really eat full meals. I just kind of snack yeah. here and there. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'm actually eating full meals now, and so my snacking is still there's still I still eat. I've noticed. Just I thought that I wasn't eating any snacks, but then, but keeping a food journal, I noticed that I do still snack. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's less than it was originally. So yeah. Well, you know what's funny is since we started this whole project um, in June, since we rebooted it, I think I've lost ten to twelve pounds. And the reason I bring That's that great. up, well, I'm not bringing it up for congratulations. I'm bringing it up because this morning I was talking to one BJB Betty Jean Batance. And uh, I told her that I'd lost an additional two pounds since the beginning of the month. And she was like, oh, good. And I was, I was saying, she was saying, you know, I'll be honest with you. And she could be right. She goes, I feel um, during the beginning of the pandemic, you were really nervous. And your father and I, we didn't say anything, but we noticed you were eating a lot of food. What's funny is she said everything I just said, but it, she said, she said, because you don't really snack. But we noticed yeah. that you would serve yourself these gigantic portions of food. Uh, and, and we talked it up because you were just stressed because of the pandemic. She said, but like, uh, yeah, we noticed. And then you got really fat. So so she said she's also noticed that I've been slimming down. She thinks because the pandemic has just become and the quarantine just a way of life. And, they, and yeah. it's it just weird. I don't know if you feel this way, too. I did sort of feel like, what is this new thing we're doing? I'm sure maybe I stress ate, 
But once it became the new normal for me, I think now I'm very now like, okay, well, let's make the most of this. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm the same way. I feel like, well, I feel like also, especially with the virus, I feel like one of the things that's been motivating me is like, this virus is is affects people who are the most who are the unhealthiest, yes. especially the obese. Yes. And so, I feel like one of the ways that I can kind of prevent myself if I if I do get the virus is to start you know being healthier. No, so. you're one hundred percent right. You know what's so funny is uh, one of the things I regret is not re- well. I think if you remember when the quarantine started, when the quarantine started. Everyone was talking like, oh, it'll be over by mid-May, you know? And so we were just thinking, oh, two months, you know? But I think if if I knew then what I know now, I would have started losing weight then. I'll tell you why. Not for health reasons, not for anything, right? But I don't know if you know this, Laurie. But I have a flair for the dramatic. What? Yeah. You? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I have a flair for the dramatic. And so I would have loved to have been like, oh, bye, everyone. He's quarantined. Bye. Because I haven't really seen many people still. And been like, you know, like uh, shown up like six months later and been like, first, what I really want to do is there's this meme. I don't know if Humble Pie or is Luke there live or if Luke, I feel they're really good at this. If they could find this meme. And put it in the Discord. Tell me if it's there, Laura. I love this. It's literally my favorite thing I ever see on Instagram or Twitter. I will always watch it. It's a thin black man wearing a crop top. Okay? Uh-huh. And he's obviously, I think, a place for our team. And he's like, oh, hey, how are you? Have you ever seen this meme, Lori? I have not. Oh, no. my God. It is so funny anyway that's what i imagine myself doing like in october or november when i started start, or i don't know next year like after i dropped all the weight and they haven't seen me that's how i'd walk around seeing people has anyone posted the meme in the discord i have it no. on twitter i have it on twitter i'll go get it i'm, I'm getting oh, out of my humble rec- pie i think posted something okay let me look i'll not play it i'll play it um when i get there hold on Do I oh i think she did okay I'm at my computer now. Hold on. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Discord. Right here. Oh, yeah. There it is. But I think I have to open it up on YouTube. Okay. Here. I love this. I highly suggest you follow the link, though, Lori, and watch it. <laughs> yes, it's me. And you guys are angry about it. Oh, my God, I make y'all feel that. (laughs) Well, this will not take long. Well, I just wanted to (laughs) pop up here and show y'all how I'm doing. I'm doing great. I'm looking great. I'm feeling great, you know. (laughs) I'm over here very booked and busy while you bitches over here are still looking raggedy and not doing shit. (laughs) Wow. But anyway, um, I just wanted to let y'all know I'm not going anywhere. So talk your shit, you shitholes. (laughs) You can't defeat a bad bitch. You just cannot do that. I rise above that. Ew. (laughs) So I just want to say, hey, <laughs> and that I'm here to stay, and you're going to be mad every day. <laughs> Success. 
Oh my god, one of the greatest things ever. That's what I that's how I see myself. Uh <laughs> um Oh, that's how I that's how I feel like uh when I had lost a bunch of weight, I went to this uh birthday party for uh-huh. a friend of mine. Yeah. And uh that was like that was kind of that moment where I was like, Oh yes, I've lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally gonna memorize that speech. That'll be that'll be the last episode of Fat Camp. It'll be a video podcast and it'll be me well, you know what it is? Here's what we do, Lori. Here's what we do. Here's what we do. I got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. The very last episode of Fat Camp. Okay. We get Taylor the Latte Boy on the. We go. If Taylor, it's the last episode of Fat Camp. You got to. Uh, you got to join us for the last episode, right? Okay. And then he comes on the air, and you know the show starts. Okay. Let me start the uh-huh. show. Let me start the show. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me see. Here we go. It's me, and you guys are angry about it. Oh my God, I make y'all feel bad. <laughs> well, this will not take long. Well, I just wanted to pop up here and show y'all how I'm doing. I'm doing great. I'm looking great. I'm feeling great, you know? <laughs> I'm over here very booked and busy, while you bitches over here are still looking raggedy and not doing shit. <laughs> wow. But anyway, um, I just want to let y'all know I'm not going anywhere. So talk your shit, you shitholes. <laughs> you can't defeat a bad bitch. You just cannot do that. I rise above that. Ew. <laughs> so I just want to say hey. <laughs> and that I'm here to stay. And you will be mad every day. <laughs> Success. That would be that would be the opening of the final episode of Fat Camp. But Lori, I don't think I made this clear. It'd be me and you saying it at the same time. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That All wasn't right. to you. That was just to Taylor. Oh, just to Taylor. It's me and you. I love how Taylor. Uh, I love how Taylor now has become like the the one that we have to prove ourselves. Like, yeah. Hey, bitch! Look what we did. Yeah. You know. Oh, you got to leave the show. <laughs> Success. Uh, anyway, okay, so I, I'm not on my computer anymore. So if we could have Humble Pie post our goals from last week, Lori, I'll ask you to read them. And okay. We'll, we'll start with you because you're going to be reading them. And we'll see how you did on your goals this week. And we're going to go piece by piece. Because Humble Pie is the official, um, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one with fat. What, what, what's a fat thing we can go with historian? Hipstorian? Can we have white hips? Mastorian? Oh, Astorian? Fatstorian? Oh, Fatstorian. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Hislorian? Because your name's Lorian? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Big Storian? <laughs> okay, has she posted the. Has she posted the. Oh, uh, Travis said Hippostorian. Oh, there you go. She's okay. That there it is. 
Humble. Thank you. Uh, Travis said that. Thank yeah. you, Travis. All right. So Lori, I mean, to humble is officially the hippo story in for fat camp. Uh, what happened? All right. So yeah. my was walk one mile three times, no fast food, intermittent fasting, weight train two times, no delivery, keep food diary. All right. So I did everything food wise, but nothing exercise wise. Okay. So this, my goal for this week is to do that. I'm going to keep my say all my same goals. So, wait, but wait, Laura, you went really fast there. Could you go one by one? Walk one mile three times. Okay. Didn't do that. How many did you walk at all? Uh, I went to Costco. I'm gonna count it. I'm gonna count it, but okay. Uh, but three times. Yeah, you didn't so, go to Costco three times. Okay. I went to Trader Joe's twice last week, and I went to Costco. So technically, I guess I walked. On the, are they, I were they all different days? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say it's a. It's, I'm gonna give you half point on that one. Okay. All right. No fast food. Did you have fast uh, food? I did not. No. Okay. Very good. Intermittent fasting, yes. Okay, good job. Yeah. Weight training, no. Okay. No delivery, yes. Wait, what does that mean? You didn't have delivery or you did not? I didn't have delivery. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Keep food diary, yes. Okay. So I'm, I'll tell you what, because I am the judge and you judge me. Uh, if this were a pass, no pass class, I would give you a pass. Believe it okay. or not, I give you a pass because I gave you the half point for the walking because you did go and do things. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you kept your food diary and all that jazz. And so I'm going to give you a pass. It's it's a, it's it's like a barely pass, but it's a pass. OK. All right. OK. What were my goals for the week? Your goals uh, walk, work out three times for 10 minutes each. Did you do that? I worked out once for 20 minutes. Okay. So then my back, and then, but that was on... That was on half. Okay. Half a point for that. All right. Back on plenity. Well, no, because I thought my plenity was coming like Tuesday or Wednesday. I gave you the rest of mine, and then it comes tomorrow, I think. Okay. So I'll consider that a wash. Okay. Keep food diary. It's still in the car. No fast food. I I have not had fast food. Okay. But wait, I do have a question here. After I dropped off the plenity, okay, this is what I'm going to ask you, Judge, here. I did drive through Del Taco and get a Coke, a Macho Coke Zero. Um, I wouldn't call that fast food. Because you didn't get like a burrito no, or something. No food. Just got uh, there's some. You know what's really funny? Maybe you feel might feel the same way. I don't know what the fuck they do, but fast food soda with the ice and everything is so much superior. So superior to anything you would get at your house. Well, I love the like Chinese restaurants that have the crushed crushed ice. Oh, that's or my Sonic favorite. has it too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have driven through Sonic and gotten a Diet Coke. Anyway, so, so yes, the Del Taco by your house, I did drive through there. And uh, I did drive by a bar that's in that parking lot. And I was a, a very obviously drunken man walking in there. And I think I dropped off at like 11 in the morning, right, Lori? 11.30? And I was like, yeah. who's at a bar at 11.30 in the morning? 
Thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, it's out outdoors, and then it's I don't know. I hate that place. Have you been? Yeah, it's not a fun. Wait, why like, have you uh, been there? I did karaoke one time. Wait, guys, <laughs> everybody needs to know this bar is the skankiest. It looks like they built it in 1972 and never remodeled it. It is. I've never been on the inside. I can imagine though, if you walk on the inside, it still smells like cigarette smoke. Thirty years after they banned smoking in bars, uh, and it, I bet you it's dimly lit on the inside, and uh, it looks like the saddest place I've ever seen in my entire life. And you've been to that bar. Yep. What kind of people frequent that bar? Just alcoholics that have been kicked out of other bars for being assholes. <laughs> and wait, who did you go there to do karaoke with? Anywhere. No, no, no. Who were you with that you went there? Oh, uh, some people from my from my work at the time, from 24 Hour Fitness. There's a 24 Hour Fitness that, I think it's now a Gold's Gym, mm-hmm. but it's a, a, it's a behind the 99 cent store in that Anaheim Town Center. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I think I was turning twenty one. Oh, this so is, so this is years ago. This was years. Yeah, this is at least twelve years ago. Okay, thirteen years ago. Yeah. You and I should go to that bar one day. Oh, you you would hate it. It's but it so, has to be post pandemic. Like, I don't want to go and sit in the outside shitty. I don't tables. think I will ever go to a restaurant ever again. To be honest with you. Hmm. I, I think it'll be decade, uh, at least five years before I feel comfortable going to a it's, restaurant. It's funny that you say this. I'm going to use, I don't know if this is a metaphor. I'm going to use a different example from early, from another part of my life, but I'm going to use it for now. Is no, whenever, either if it's winter or if it's summer, I have the shortest memory. And what I mean is, like right now is a good example. When it's like 7 p.m., and this this thought will cross my mind all the time. It'll be 7, 7.30 p.m., right? And it's still light out. And I go, I cannot imagine it being dark right now. Or I can't imagine it being dark at 5.30 or 5, you know? Yeah. And then when it's winter, at that same time, I'll be like, I cannot imagine it being light at 5.30. What is it? I don't get it, right? So it just takes like six months for me to get used to it. And I can't imagine the opposite, right? It's been about six months since the quarantine started. I'm 26 years old, and you would think that I've lived the entire 26 years of my life in a pandemic quarantine, because I'm like, I can't imagine going to a restaurant. Like, you told me you were going to a restaurant, and you said you were going to eat outside. I still can't even imagine doing that. I was so nervous. Like, I was like, luckily, they they actually did it pretty well. We were, like, literally the only people in that area. Okay. And so... um. The, the only thing that actually sucked was, like, people kept pulling up for driving. Oh, okay. And they were, like, and so we just had to smell car exhaust fumes oh. the whole time. Mm-hmm. But, like, everybody was wearing masks. Everybody was wearing gloves. You know, the wait staff was really good at kind of keeping their distance. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was, um, uh, you know, it, it was good. I, I, I was, like, I, I don't want to do this anytime soon. Yeah. But it was, um. No, it was fine. Uh, I was, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine, like, when I watch television now, people are like, particularly episodes where the characters are sick or sneeze, and I'm like, oh, 
And I'm like, I'm like, I get like kind of even a little frightened for them. And they treat, I'm all, they treat it so casually, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine going to a restaurant. I can't imagine, um, going to a movie theater. I'll think about those times that I went to movie theaters or parties and I'm like, we were all spraying germs all over each other. We didn't know it. Yeah. Well, I, we, yeah, <laughs> my aunt, and I, my aunt and I were talking and, because we've been watching a lot of like TV shows and movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that one thing that's like a big comedy thing is, mm-hmm. is people getting right in each other's faces. Yeah. And we're like, well, that's done. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I wonder, I'm very curious and I would love to talk to a historian about this. Because, you know, I'm sure the same thing was going on in 1918 with the pandemic and that flu pandemic. I wonder how long it took for us to get back to normal after the 1918 pandemic. It couldn't have taken long because then there were the roaring 20s and people were just fucking dancing up and breathing on each other all over the place. Thank you. You know what's this weird conspiracy theory that everyone's like, oh, isn't this a crazy conspiracy theory? And I'm like, I'm actually, I'm not a convert, but it. Sounds plausible. Have you heard this conspiracy theory? I don't know if conspiracy is the right word. Crackpot theory that um, the virus was released in a, like it was like in an iceberg that melted. And as the icebergs continue to melt, we're going to have diseases that we, that were frozen in time that are being released into the atmosphere. Have you heard this? No. And everyone's like, oh, it's so silly. I'm like, I could actually see that being true. Like, what if this is some ancient virus that's been frozen in an iceberg and then our fucking dumbasses are melting them with climate change and they're just being released into the into the atmosphere? Hmm. Did I just scare you there? I I don't believe that. I think it was I it wasn't it like people there was like a shortage of food in in China and then there's like poor people were eating bats and then that that's kind of how the virus started. That's I'm, how I I'm sure that's it. exactly what it is, but I'm just saying I could also buy in the iceberg thing. No, I don't believe that cuz then like I don't know. I just feel like it's like then I'm not a scientist, but it's just like there's a lot wait, of wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Excuse me, what did you just say right now? I'm not a scientist. I only did this show under the premise that you were a scientist. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, what is, I just hum, humble pie just, um, oh, humble spiral queen put stuff there about the pandemic and stuff like that. Oh, thank you. Spiral queen about the 1918 pandemic. You know what also, you know, what's so funny is I read this, I know this we're we're straying from fat camp, but I think people like hearing us talk. Is I read this great article. I think it was the Washington Post put it out, and I saved it. If it, maybe I'll post it in Discord. It was just explaining the different vaccine approaches people are taking, and where who's doing this different approaches and where they are in the approach. Okay, in the, in the trials and stuff. And one of the things I learned now, do you know about basic virus? I mean, the vaccine stuff. I know it because I, for a time I was fascinated with the polio vaccine. But do you know anything about this, Lori? No. Okay. So there are the the two kind of old school approaches. I think there's another one that I don't know that much about. 
but the two of the old school approaches, one is called a killed virus uh, vaccine, and that's where they put a dead version of the vaccine in your body. It can't hurt you. And your bo- but your body recognizes it as the as the bacteria, even though it can't do anything to you, and it builds up the immunity to fight it. Okay, that's the killed virus. Uh huh. Okay? There's also a live virus vaccine where they put in a live version of the virus, but it's very weak. Okay, too weak in theory to do anything to you. Okay, and the same thing happens. Your body sees it, sees it as a threat, and builds up the immunity to it. Okay. And uh, there are pluses and minuses to both of those, but they take a long time to develop them, okay? They're doing something with this vaccine that has only been – it's beyond theory, but they haven't done it on humans yet. And it's fascinating to me where what they do because – and I found this out in the article – is right after – like very soon after – the virus became prevalent, I think around February or March, uh, a laboratory in China, I believe, had gotten a hold of the, of the virus and they released its DNA to the scientific community to help develop a vaccine, okay? And there's this new vaccine that's been only done in trials type, type, type of vaccine that where they don't do either the killed or live virus. What they do... Is the is they develop? Um, it's very interesting. Is this boring you? No. Okay. Not at all. What they do is they find because they have now now that they have the genetic code of the bacteria, they find a string of the genetic code that's different from other coronaviruses. Okay, and they put that string into a computer, and the computer develops essentially what would be you can consider software. Okay, and then they 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 have they have a way. It's only been theoretical where they put the so what the vaccine is. The computer has generated this um, string of information, and then what the vaccine will do, what this DNA RNA vaccine will do, is they in they uh, shoot it into you. But it's all computer basically based, and they have these. uh, Organisms that will then carry it into your immune system and teach your immune system without any threat of getting the virus. All they're doing is teaching it this one piece of code, essentially. So that when your body, when the coronavirus comes in, okay, and it sees this string of genetic information, it knows what to do, okay? And it you can do it very, very fast. It's the one that the Moderna Pharmacy is doing. I think the one in London is doing this. And they talked to, the Washington Post talked to the scientists in London about it, and he had a vaccine in under three hours. Mm-hmm. So now every so this has been around for about ten years, but they've never tried it on humans. And now a, a bunch of people are in the third phase of this vaccine trial. We're, we're trying it out on um on uh the, we're trying it out on humans for the first time. So the scientific community is apart from yeah trying to develop a vaccine is fascinated they want to see what happens in these human trials uh with this type of vaccine because it hasn't been tried on humans before they've done it on like rats and animals but they have not done it on humans yet so it was actually a very fascinating article when i find the washington post article i'll post it uh 
but and so like that what what's funny they should promote that because knowing that it's basically just code from a computer makes me feel safer about taking the vaccine does that make sense yeah well that i mean the vaccine thing the whole thing in a whole that's the reason why i'm i'm nervous because i feel like people are putting too much faith into the vaccine they're saying like oh once the vaccine gets here well then we'll be able to you know kind of go back to normal life and i'm like we have anti-vaxxers here like vaccines only work as part of like a herd mentality mm-hmm. if everyone takes it then it works but if mm-hmm. not and everyone doesn't take it then it doesn't work so i don't understand why people are assuming that it's going to magically start working like we will never we will never be where we were mm-hmm. there will oh because of idiots like the people who are being anti-mask and all that jazz we will always have to be extra careful about things like it's going to e- it's going to either have to be a mandatory thing or we will never be back to where we were which mm-hmm. i doubt that i doubt that trump is going to make it a mandatory thing so i just i'm just like I just think that it, we will never get back to where we were because there's no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way that we can get everybody on the planet to agree to take this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. Well, they've done polls and people in the polls are – I think it's like a, a significant number of people are saying that they're not going to take it at first. And that's scaring Dr. Fauci. Yes. What's fun – the one I just told you about uh, is uh, – it, the the one downside they don't know yet because I guess the tricky part for the one I just told you is that um, they don't know what they don't understand yet. We're gonna when we're gonna find out is the dosage, okay? It's the yeah. dosage and how to they, how to that, that's what you have to figure out in the trial, okay? And um, well, that's another thing is that I mean. I feel like we're we're hearing things about like you know Russia saying now they have a vaccine, but it, a lot of people are saying, well, it was very rushed and it's probably not, it's probably not going to work, and um, it's probably going to hurt a lot of people. So it's one of those things where I, I would be hesitant to take. Yeah, oh yeah, the, the Russia one for because, sure. Because I think that you know you have to basically say mm-hmm. that you have the full trust in the government. I don't have any trust in the government mm-hmm. right now. So if you were to tell me that Trump's administration has come up with a, a vaccine, I would say, uh, odds are that's mm-hmm. going to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just, I think, honestly, I think what's going to happen is I think people, everybody's eventually just going to get the disease mm-hmm. and then it's just going to, and then that's just how it's going to be. And then it's going to kill off a, a majority of the population. And then we're just going to move on with our lives. Those who aren't dead. Yeah, and and I'm not okay. saying that that's right. I'm just saying uh-huh. that that's how I that's what I think is going to happen. So, all right, Lori, <laughs> uh, what are your goals? I'm, I, going on what you're saying, I'm going to keep my goals for for the same week. Except uh, here, I do I do want to do a slight change, hippo story and humble pie. Why don't we make it? I will swim for thirty minutes three times a week. So I'm changing it from working out to, well, I mean, it is working out, but I want to specify swimming because with my back, I can still do swimming. Okay. okay. And that'll be good for my back and my sciatica, but also good for my health. So that's the one change I'm going to make is, um, but I'm going to get the plenity this, I think tomorrow I got a UPS thing that it's arriving tomorrow. Uh, and then um, uh, I'm not going to eat fast food. 
you know what? I want to add one more thing to it, Hippo Story and Humble Pie. I want to meditate. Lori's favorite thing. I want to meditate three times next week as well. Hopefully okay. every day. But I want to meditate as well. Uh, okay, Lori. So those are our goals. Anything else that we want to add there? <coughs> oh, wow. You sound super healthy. Um, I also want to lay down. So, yeah. yeah let's, let's both have that. All right. Sounds good. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to keep uh, this. I want to keep the same goals. So that's it. All right. Well, let's call it a day there, Lori. I'm going to play the Hello Ugly. Oh, do, do you want to give? come and do the old Hello Uglies outro? Uh, do you want to do any sort of... Uh, Say anything? Lori Roggenkamp hosts her own podcast, and they're all a part of the Bloody Podcast Network. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at PickleMyth. Joe Batanz is one of the hosts of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. You can find that show on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Hello Uglies is an Afterthought Media podcast.